Welcome to Profit First Nation, the official podcast for entrepreneurs who are operating their businesses in the zone of permanent profitability. I'm Mike Michalowicz, the author of Profit First, and now here's your Profit First Nation guide, Daniel Mulvey. Welcome to Profit First Nation, the podcast for the top 17% of entrepreneurs with cash in the bank to correlate to their profitability. Profit First Nation is the podcast for intelligent entrepreneurs who have taken ownership of their financials and leverage Profit First as a cash management system to make their businesses permanently profitable. I am Danielle Mulvey, an expert at guiding entrepreneurs on owning their financials in as little as 11 minutes per day and doing Profit First right. If you are a fan of Profit First and its author, Mike Michalowicz, you have found your tribe. We are a nation of successful entrepreneurs driven to be permanently profitable with a grit and a growth mindset that lets no obstacle stand in our way in pursuit of the three Ps, passion, profit, and play. On Profit First Nation, we dive into advanced Profit First strategies and we share the honest and authentic ups and downs of being a business owner. Most episodes of the podcast also feature segments with the world's most prolific author on entrepreneurship, the author of Profit First, The Pumpkin Plan, Surge, Toilet Paper Entrepreneur, Clockwork, and his newest book, Fix This Next, Mike Michalowicz. On today's episode, we are going to stay in the land of margin, not margin, margin, and talk about pricing strategies and how margin impacts your profitability. So Mike, why don't you kick this episode off with some of your thoughts on margin? So margin, to simply define, is the delta between what you spend per unit, the cost to produce a unit and get out the door, as compared to what you collect for that unit. So if I make a widget and it costs me $100 of materials, time, effort, administrative fees, all the costs behind the scenes per unit, it costs me 100 and I sell it for $110, well, the margin is a 10% margin. I'm getting 10% more money than I'm selling. And that falls to the bottom line. Now, what I could do is theoretically cut costs. And I couldn't cut costs to zero because if I cut costs to zero, then I wouldn't be able to get the materials and stuff. But, but say, in theory, somehow I get my costs all the way down to zero. Now the yield per unit is $110. But conversely, I could increase the prices while maintaining the cost, and I could increase the price from 110 to 210 or 310 or 5,000 or a million. The, the, in theory, the sky is the limit. It can just keep going and going and going. And therefore, the opportunity is on the margin side of increasing prices, pricing by showing the customer the value in what you're, you're offering them. Sadly, businesses think that the only way to, to drive profit is by cutting costs. And that, that's kind of the knee-jerk reaction to profit first. Oh, okay, I have to cut costs. And I'd argue, Danielle, any business can cut costs up to maybe 10%. That's pretty much a no-brainer. You know, get, get lower grade office space or don't get office space at all. You know, don't, don't buy the, the two-ply toilet paper, get the sandpaper. Like, th- there's ways you can cut costs. But at a certain f- point, it starts compromising 
the quality of your deliverable. And that's the point where now it's going to be harder to dictate a higher price point. And so cutting costs actually starts pulling down your ability to dictate a higher price and can actually pull down your price. You become the cheap producer. So margin, increasing pricing as compared to expenses, is the best way to do it. And I have a real simple technique to at least delve into this, is that say you charge $100 for something. And you can use a method I call the double-double-half. Simply challenge yourself on a piece of paper to go from $100 to $200 without changing the product at all, without changing the cost structure, but simply changing the explanation of how you justify it now being a $200 item. Often this level, we um, start amplifying um, certain elements that are the true benefits, our real differentiators, the, the few elements we stand out on. And we want to put that in front of the customer because they see the, the most value in that and we can dictate that 200 Well, now we doubled again. So now we're at $400, which for the product that was $100 is now $400. It may feel absurd to charge so much. But what can you do within the current context what you have to show that value? Uh, this is usually the obscure and absent features that we don't even think about or talk about where we have to bring them and make those the preeminent benefits um, that the customer gets. Maybe maybe you you guarantee things like because you care for your customers that if it fails to serve them that you'll of course you would refund the, refund the money. We just act that way. But we don't say it. This is where we verbalize it. Then what you do is with all those details documented, you move the price back to two hundred dollars. Now we have the comfort of selling for two hundred dollars. We've increased the margin by theoretically one hundred percent. But the value has increased by 200%. So the customer is winning because the perceived value is there, but you're increasing the margin. Now, the product didn't change. The offering didn't change, but how you're positioning it. They're, the customer's understanding the product has changed. So those are some ways to address margin. It is the more difficult, more thoughtful area of our business. Entrepreneurs default, I think, just cutting cost because that's easy. It's like, ah, oh, let's just not spend the money. But increasing margin, we have to put thought and energy into it. But when you pull off successfully, you've positioned your business to be very profitable. Yes, this is a brilliant formula and exercise, Mike. It really is about value and how you value and present your services, your product, your offerings. We do have a special video that walks you through this, as well as a corresponding resource or a template that you can use to work through how you value your offerings and how you then go about pricing them using the double, double, half formula here. Determining value, though, is really at the discretion of the customer. When you raise prices to increase margin, ideally you are pushing the value of your offering up in the market too. Someone in the market for a Ford is not the same person in the market for a Ferrari and vice versa. In the eyes of the buyer, the Ford consumer would say they are value-oriented. They would never pay $300,000 for a car. A Ford is a practical vehicle and we'll get them from point A to point B. They'll get there, but they won't get there as fast as the Ferrari. The zero to 60 miles an hour metric is of no interest to the Ford owner. And of course, I'm not dissing Ford. I drive a Ford Expedition and I love it. 
On the flip side, the value to the Ferrari owner is maybe in the zero to 60 miles per hour metric. Its value is also in the oohs and ahs they get driving the car. Do I need a car that can go 220 miles per hour? No. But a neighbor with a Ferrari apparently feels the need for speed and values having a car in his garage that does go over 200 miles per hour. Ford versus Ferrari, not the movie. Both cars, radically different values. Ford Motor Company's gross profit margin in 2018 was 15%. Ferrari's gross profit margin in 2018 was 52%. Yes, this is a perfect example of value and perceived value, delivering higher margins and higher margins, increasing margins directly impact improving your profitability, my entrepreneurial friend. Now, I'm not advocating that you go pedal to the metal and become the Ferrari but I am challenging you to use Mike's double-double-half exercise to increase the perceived value to your customer so that you can get your pricing dialed up to increase your margin. Why? Because there's only two ways to improve profitability. Number one, increase margin, and number two, decrease expenses. I'm going to be brutally honest, because if you've been listening, you know I'm brutally honest. You are totally undervaluing yourself, your product or service, and the work of your employees. I can almost guarantee it. Very few companies get this right. This is one of the biggest reasons why, according to the Small Business Administration, only one in three businesses make it to the 10-year mark. The majority of small businesses, 66%, don't make it to the 10-year mark. Here is the absolute first thing you must do now to make sure your margins are right. You've got to price yourself against your competitors. I hope you know what your competitors are charging. You need to know where you stand against your competitors. Too often, companies just keep charging the same price that they have for the last three years or five years. Inflation has gone up and the cost of a Starbucks tall coffee has gone up. Why are you still living in 2015? If you are the lowest priced offering, you won't survive. You will struggle and you'll go in the hole. If you are bleeding and having to put money into the business to keep it going, your prices are too low. If you are bleeding and have to put money into your business to keep it going, your prices are too low. Fix this shit now, my entrepreneurial friend. You cannot afford to be the lowest priced offering. I know you care about your customers. I know you care about your employees. You are here because you want to fix this shit now. 
So let's start fixing your pricing by checking to make sure that you are not the lowest priced offering among your competitors. Be like Starbucks. They are not the cheapest cup of coffee. And according to a company statement they made to Fortune magazine in 2018, Starbucks continually evaluates pricing on a product-by-product and market-by-market basis. Evaluating prices periodically allows us to balance the need to run our business profitably while continuing to provide value to our loyal customers and to attract new customers. Take it from the Starbucks playbook, people. Starbucks continually evaluates pricing on a product-by-product and market-by-market basis. Evaluating prices periodically allows us to balance the need to run our business profitably while continuing to provide value to our loyal customers and to attract new customers. Make this your mantra. When Starbucks raises their prices on the tall coffee, the average price increase is 10 cents to 20 cents, depending upon the market. From 2016 to 2018, Starbucks raised their prices three times. And during a pandemic, they raised them again. In fact, on September 23rd, 2020, Starbucks raised their prices by an aggregate 1% across the country. It was their first price increase in 18 months. But get this, they raised their prices at the end of Q3 when their net income in Q3 was already up 25% for the quarter. They still raised their prices at the end of the quarter. And their costs, green coffee prices, have plummeted, but they raised their prices. Be bold like Starbucks. Their coffee is not award-winning, but the value and the cachet of holding a Starbucks cup is status to their customers. It's an affordable luxury. It is a treat. In fact, when I want to treat myself, I pop into a Starbucks drive-thru and pay an obscene amount for a venti iced frappuccino with an extra shot of espresso and coconut milk. Yes, I treat myself to a freaking $7.45 Starbucks when I need a little self-love. But I do have the balls to use my Starbucks name as Profit First. So if I do go into the store, the barista is saying Profit First when my order is ready. So the challenge to you, my entrepreneurial friend, is to look at what your competitors are pricing. I bet that you are the lowest price or one of the lower prices in the marketplace And you're probably giving the most value to your customers. You probably have better service, better quality, better people, better all things around, yet why are you the lowest priced person in the market? Do me a favor, do yourself a favor and do a competitive analysis. Look at what your competitors are charging 
and compare that against what you're charging and what your value is. And then let's do Mike's exercise, the double, double half and dial in your pricing so that your margins are right. You know, I mean, when Starbucks here recently raised their prices by 1%, increase in price could have an 11% increase in margin in someone's business, including your business. It doesn't have to be radical. We're focusing in on the margin. And the margin is really what turns into the real revenue. And the real revenue is, yes, what you use to derive your allocations from. So I hope the pieces are all starting to fall into place. I don't want to get too deep. I want to give you some quick exercises to do that will start to have a big impact and big results on your business here. Of course, we do try to make this real easy to follow along. So go to ProfitFirstNation.com and click on resources where you can access all of our resources. As a tip, if you save the bookmark, you just have to, you can access them at any time on demand. Just save that URL when you get into the resources as a bookmarked page. Additionally, if you give us your cell phone when you um, opt into our resources, you will be able to start getting the weekly resources. So the videos, the spreadsheets, the calculators, the visual recaps, and the show notes texted to you. And they will be right there for you ready with the next episode. And please know that there are bookkeepers, accountants, and coaches in this world with the heart of a teacher ready to serve you and your business with their certified Profit First knowledge, skills, and experience. Just again, visit ProfitFirstNation.com and click on connect to connect with one of my fellow certified Profit First professional peeps. Cheers to another profitable day, my entrepreneurial friend. Okay, I hope you enjoyed today's show. And I do want to ask one favor. As you move your business forward, would you help us move the word forward? Hop on right now to whatever podcatcher you listen in on and rate and review this show. Give us some thoughts and feelings about the show. We'd love to hear them. And we love your help in spreading the word. Thanks. Profit First Nation website, related podcasts, and resources are provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, accounting, or other professional advice. Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.